Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Well, pull up a chair. Well, if you're driving, Benny, I don't think they should pull up a chair. Well, you're still sitting in the chair, in the car. Yeah. All right. Well, yes, in a car. Uh, Enjoy. Relax for the next hour. Will you turn up my volume pretty please? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All of you, hello. Good morning, Benny. Hello. You look... You look all fresh and tan. Uh, we've had softball the last couple of days here this last weekend. I saw weekend, some so. pictures of you. Yeah, so we're definitely back in full swing, and uh, we had a couple makeup games, so uh, a little extra time out on the diamonds. Yay! Fun. So somebody has a birthday today. Yes, James Brown. Do we? Woo! I feel good. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Does that get you going? Always. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yes, this is Sue Lundquist. And yes, this is the Gratitude Cafe. And yes, it's the Fabulous Tuesday. And I have to do a quick shout out because yesterday, Benny, was our baby Lexi's 13th birthday. Well, happy birthday to her. I 13 know. already. Man, I remember when she was just a little, 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 little girl coming in here. Yes. All three of the girls have been wanting to come in, especially Morgan. You, in the middle. Your life is full. Yes, it is. 16, 15, and 13. <sighs> God help me. Seriously. Fishly all in the teens. All in the teens. So before we get started, um, I gotta, I've, I've got just a couple things. Um, Mother's Day's coming up. Ring-a-ding-ding. Mother's Day is coming up. So make sure that you... Tell that special mom in your life um, that you love them, that you appreciate them, and define what that means, why you appreciate them, why you love them, and give them a big hug and all that good stuff. I have a special thank you because I was reunited with my biological mom and biological family yesterday, 13 years ago, literally the day Lexi was born, and hello, right before Mother's Day. It's all of this is just, it was serendipity, and it was wonderful, and so a special thank you to um, Spirit and reconnecting me with my biological family and my biological mother, who is now crossed over, but that's okay. She hangs out with me quite a bit. Uh, also, I want to do a quick thank you to um, Holly. She had a grand opening. So if you're down in Sumner, or even if you're not, drive down to Sumner, because who wouldn't want some reflexology? I think she should come here and be rubbing our feet, don't you, Benny? So this is Holly... I can't remember her last name. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, it's Firmly Planted Reflexology. I'll look it up. Yes, please do. And she has her grand opening. Actually, it was this past weekend. Um, but her grand opening. And she's actually at Firmly Planted Reflexology. And she's joining Vibrant Life Chiropractic in Sumner. Holly Anderson. The Holly Anderson. Thank you very much. I knew that. I had a brain fart. That's it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. So, Holly, congratulations. And who wouldn't want to get their feet rubbed? I would. So please go to Firmly Planted Reflexology and uh, go have Holly take care of you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, really quick, I have to do a huge shout out to one of my um, sponsors, and that's Josh Parkinson. 
And he's with Resonate Brand. Resonate Brand. Resonate helps you build beautiful, mobile-friendly websites. But even more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers, grow a following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course and or membership that sells automatically while you sleep, who wouldn't want that? Without you lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. So contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consult to see what options they have for you. Please tell them you heard about them at Gratitude Cafe or Sue Lundquist. Please go to ResonateWeb.agency. And again, that's www.resonatewebagency. Uh, and if you have my newsletter, I constantly are sending out Josh's information. Uh, and you can get it there. And if you haven't, go to www.sulonquist.com and sign up for the newsletter. And you'll get even the podcast and the radio show every Saturday morning, right, delivered to you. Done and done. Done and done. Um, I think we covered it. Birthdays, spirit, Mother's Day, birthdays, James Brown. I just want to hear his music again because it's so good. So we're going to have to cue that. So up. just for reference, he's since passed. It's been 10 years. But we do honor those. Yes. Just to let you guys know, like, we're not crazy. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm crazy. You still, no, I'm so okay. crazy. I'm just letting. Yes. So crazy. It's kind of a tribute. A very much a tribute to Mr. James Brown because he gets me going. Mm. You know, I heard. Uh, oh, I'll get back to that in a minute because I've. <laughs> Lost my thought. Okay, because I really want to get to learning and teaching. And seriously, sit back for the next hour. And if you're driving, just tune in because I got some good, juicy information. A bunch of you have been writing in and actually calling and asking about cognition tools. So what in the world are cognition tools? Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. And I'm going to give you, first and foremost, it's the awareness. Anything and everything that I teach, my curriculum, it's always about First, having the awareness, because if you don't have the awareness that you're doing X, Y, and Z or not doing X, Y, and Z, how are you going to make the changes? So anything and everything that I do, have the awareness. So thank you, all of you, for listening and learning, and your soul thanks you, too. It's kind of like free coaching, so take advantage of it. Um, All right, so let's start with definitions and, again, bringing your awareness in. And so we're going to talk about cognition tools. So Prior to this, a couple weeks ago, um, we talked about boundaries. We talked about compassion with Cynthia last week. And remember, we talked about boundaries and setting up because you teach people how to treat you. So that's really important. You teach people how to treat you. Right, Benny? I agree, honey. Yep. Uh, totally. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then we talked about creating and fostering that self-confidence and that purpose, taking action. And, of course, as I promised in, in, in every show, I'm going to give you actionable tools to help you foster that. Um, I call the tools that I offer forever tools because I'm giving them to you and you can use them forever. Literally, it will change moving forward with your children and everything. So it, it gets me all excited and, um, yeah, just all excited. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm super excited to share it with you. So we're going to start with cognition tools. And these are, ac- these are seriously actionable forever tools and you will get results. But guess what? You are the person that has to do the steps. So that is your guarantee. It's you. So cognition in a very general term relates to how you're thinking. And unfortunately, in most cases, and what we're talking about today, what I like to affectionately call the drunk monkey or the bad roommate, (laughs) the drunk monkey makes me giggle. So it kind of takes the edge. You have a drunk monkey that's your roommate. That's a roommate. (laughs) That Uh, is your roommate. (laughs) That's where you live. Yes. What? There's pet monkeys out there. 
No, don't have a pet monkey. No. <laughs> they no. did in the Friends episodes. No, don't, okay. don't, right. don't, just don't. All right, so let's get back to that drunk monkey in your head. Um, and I seriously, because the visual is funny, and it does, it takes the sting out for me. So, And, and then I also laughed about the bad roommate. So there was, there is so much information and in science backing um, your neurological pathways and cognition tools and what that looks like. I'm not going to go deep into that because that's just not my specialty. But I will tell you, it was really good information for me and validating information and just something that I could fall back on. When I knew when I was trying to change my habit, there is literally and scientifically proven neurological pathways that are firing in different ways. There's different pathways. So when you have a habit, there's a neurological pathway. And that neurological pathway keeps firing in that specific way. So when you go to change that neurological pathway or change that bad habit, change that bad behavior, that neurological pathway starts to change. So you have to maintain it. It's a practice. You have to foster it. So remember that as you go forward. Know that there is actual change going on. That was helpful to me. Um, and then again, reminder, just all, everything that I talk about is always about the awareness. You, and and I, I bring that up over and over again because you can't change if you don't have the awareness. And if your head's stuck in the sand, again, you're not going to have the awareness. And maybe there's some denial in there. And there you go. I just made you aware of it. <laughs> um, you don't know what you don't know. So, like a great teacher, the universe would have me, you know, little lessons would show up if I wasn't listening. And I think we can all attest to this. Well, some would be big lessons and some would be little. So maybe they show up in butterflies and maybe they show up like in bears or the proverbial when you get smacked upside the head. So what's next? What's what to do? Um, I, I honestly had no clue when I was going through my bear moments. Um, and again, I, I say butterfly and bear moments as a teaching perspective. But again, I also say everything is a lesson learned. Every hurdle, every trial, every everything that you're going through is a perspective. And the way you have that perspective I have learned to have the perspective of everything that I go through is a learning experience. Now, granted, I didn't always think that. And granted, when you're in the muck of it, you're like, seriously, Sue, you're telling me I have a learning experience in here. I'm like, yeah, you do. You're ticked off right now. You're hurt. Whatever that is, just give it some time. And and Cynthia and I had talked about this last week, and it's compassion, love, self-compassion for yourself. Or like I like to say, because I coined it, the CCs in life. It's another forever tool. Have compassionate curiosity for yourself. So compassionate for yourself, compassion for the other person, and, of course, that curiosity because it takes the sting out. Um, So I I went searching for, honestly, practical tools that I could apply in my life. And um, in doing that, there were... and I'm going to back up just really quick because there's so much information out there and there's so much wisdom and it's all really good. But I... In this big bubble of wisdom, I wanted something that I could literally sink my teeth into. And I've talked to many people about that. They're like, yes, 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 we want tools. We want to know how to change, how to change the cognition, how to change that neurological pathway. Give me a cognition tool to put in place so I can get that drunk monkey to go by the wayside. 
So I have talked, and you guys have heard me before, um, and I, I, I like to put in little fun terms like superpower tip or something like that, but you guys have heard me talk about lessons learned, and I, was, I honestly was just briefly talking about it a minute ago, and literally, if you can have the awareness when you are triggered and or upset or getting self-critical, look at it as a lesson learned, a lesson earned and learned, but have that compassionate curiosity for yourself. And also knowing by doing that, you're taking responsibility, accountability, and an action. So if you're aware of what you're doing, you can now be empowered versus having the victim role and be empowered to take action. Because the number one thing, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the number one thing for you for your self-esteem is to take action. So, and that's really important. I want you to hear that again. The number one thing that you can do for your self-confidence is to take action. So the moment, like I used, I, I love this great example. So if a kid's out riding your bike, and Benny, you might, you could relate to this with your kids, teaching them how to ride a bike, right? We're currently doing that. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the boys are out riding their bikes and they, they do it all themselves, right? For the most part, I mean, you've got to, obviously, but, there's a starting point, but they're getting it, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. but how good and what's their shiny look on their face <laughs> when they're riding and they have done it themselves? They have taken action. Yeah, granted, I know there's training wheels. Well, you've already all. been there. I haven't. Yes. Individually, they haven't gotten to that point. They're still under a little bit of a help. A little bit of a help. Yes. But, but they still. I remember, though, when I did it. Yes. For the first time. It was literally, I was floored. Yes. And then, of course, I couldn't turn around. But I was. <laughs> but I stayed. But I stayed. Right. I yeah. turned around. And I eventually made a really wide turn. But yes. I did it. Yeah. Because you're always afraid that you're going to tip over. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. just that little Isn't fear. that a great analogy of life? Mm-hmm. You're afraid you're going to tip over, but always take action. Right. Always take action. So I love that. Anyways. Um, okay. So technical definitions, um, we're going to talk a little neuroscience, and I wrote this down. I actually went searching for it, and um, I, I, want to, I, I want to cover this really briefly before we take a commercial break, um, only because it's an awareness tool. I just want you to have the information. So what is a cognitive, what is cognitive neuroscience? Cognitive neuroscience can look at the aspects of damage to the brain and subsequent changes in the thought process due to changes in the neurological, neural circuitry resulting from an ensued damage and or ensued situation. Damage has such a negative connotation, but there can be some neurological damage, but that's, I'm not going to go over there. Um, also, cognitive abilities based on brain development is studied and examined under some subfield of development of cognitive nerves. I know I'm getting into really big words here, but basically what I'm saying is, again, back to what I was talking about earlier, you have neurological pathways. Those neurological pathways, some can be damaged, some can be, I like to call wonky, because again, damage has that like negative connotation to it. So when you go in there and you're thinking about your neurological pathway, again, you are literally changing it. So that is it in a nutshell. I'm not going to get big bogged down in on all that. So before we're going to take it, let's do a quick commercial break. So we're going to do a quick commercial break. And then I want to talk about the psycho- what psychology today says about cognition and literally how it all works. And then I want to remind all of you, Dr. Joe Dispenza is this weekend. And I'm going to be there and I'm super, super excited. And he's going to delve deep into neural pathways and change but even more so than that we're really going to be 
in the mode, in the action, in the meditation, and really making profound changes. But we're also going to do that here, too, on the Gratitude Cafe. It's Sue Lundquist, and we will be right back. I know that I can't do no wrong. And when I hold you in my arms, my love won't do you no harm. And I feel nice. I show the response. Thank you. Happy birthday, James Brown. The power of the positive. That's why you are here. Sue Lundquist here, host of the Gratitude Cafe, suelundquist.com. If you want to get all the good, juicy information in your inbox, we send the uh, live radio. Obviously, you're listening live here, but we also send you the podcast via your email every Saturday morning, if not sooner, but typically it's every Saturday morning. Um, I love what Dr. Joe says. Now in history, time in history to know how, to know how to do things, to know how to give you practical tools. That's what I have been yearning for for years, how to change. I want the how-tos, the know-hows. So that's what we're doing here today. I know the first little part of the show, we were talking about cognition and neural pathways and some of it to you may be a little bit dry. I I really appreciate it and like it because it helps me to understand what's truly happening inside my body, something that I can't physically see. But after meaning, I can't physically see the neurological pathway changing, but it is changing. There's science that backs it. It's proven. All of that, that's good. And I like the valid, I like hearing that stuff. So I know that as I'm changing my habit, as I am fostering, as I am I have this practice, this new practice in my life of changing that habit. I know there is change, so I just stick with it. I have the consistency and the continuity, and that's why I'm telling you all of this now before we step forward. So literally, um, before we left for a break, uh, I I was going to talk to you about the psychology, what psychology today says about um, cognition, and I'm just going to read it. Quite simply, cognition refers to thinking. We talked about that earlier. There are the obvious applications, the conscious reasoning, like, for example, you're doing your taxes, playing chess, um, deconstructing Macbeth, but thoughts take many subtle forms. Macbeth, (laughs) deconstructing Macbeth. it's a pretty serious... Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point, but there's a lot of hidden messages and, and, you know, meanings and symbolism, and so I think that's the... Area of what the example is. Yes, the premise. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Because you always have a lot of actors, you know, they're like, oh, I read Macbeth. And this is how my too. interpretation. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. And there's so many different variations of it. I think that's yes. exactly where you're coming yes. from. Yes. But boy. Because that was mine right Macbeth. there. Too. Oh, totally. Everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> See? Everyone has their own. Everybody has their own interpretation. I can say one thing, and I know this is going left field, but seriously, I can say one thing in front of all three of my girls. One thing. I'll say applesauce, and they'll all say apples, crusties, potato chips. I'm like, are you serious? I said applesauce. I know, really, I'm getting really left field, and you're supposed to (laughs) go with me here, Benny. But seriously, it's interpretation, right? Right, because to be the king is nothing if not safe as the king. (laughs) Was 
that your that was a line Macbeth line act three scene one page three wow I don't know if I just grabbed it off the internet <laughs> <laughs> see nice. everyone has their own oh intent. wait applause oh thank you thank you oh I got my own I don't need Here. it I got my own Here. do it do it <laughs> thank you. yes thank you thank you end scene if you are wondering what in the heck just happened in the studio, <laughs> this is Sue Quist, and that's my wonderful producer, Benny. And we are having a jolly old good time. Because there's something more noticeable than trouble than fear than fear itself. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I you guys could see up. Benny. I, I wish you could up. see Benny. Oh, this is hilarious. That was a remix. We've lost control. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yes, yes, it's all fun. But it is. It's the power of positive. We were talking Macbeth, but we're talking about what psychology today talks about cognition. And then we went left field, right field with Macbeth. And we had a really good time because we're positive and fun and goofy. And that's what it's all about. So if you want to read more information and get some more metaphors and uh, just honestly definitions, go to psychology today and you can get some more information. I just wanted to make sure that I told you I got it from psychology today to make sure they had the correct information. All right. So literally, how does it work? I talked to you about that earlier at break about the neurological pathway. You are literally changing neurological pathways. So we covered that. We covered the definition. Now, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and yes, again, I'm going to be with him this weekend. He's got his wonderful progressive workshop here in the United States because he has been traveling internationally all over the place, and I'm really excited. I His progressive workshop this weekend, I'm super excited because it's Mother's Day weekend, and I am going to be submerged in self-love and self-care. So if you guys want to do that, you need to jump on Dr. Joe Dispenza's website and get yourself connected, please, of course, tell them I sent you. So he his definition, I'm going to talk about this really quick. So here's what Dr. Joe Dispenza says. And, of course, you know my love of this teacher. So as you think different thoughts, your brain circuits fire in corresponding sequence and patterns and combinations, which then produce levels of mind equal to those thoughts. Did you hear that? which then produce level of minds equal to those thoughts. Once those specific neurons are activated, we talked about those neurological, um, neurological pathways earlier, the brain produces specific chemicals, which is the exact signature to match those thoughts, the new thoughts, so that you can feel the way you were just thinking. So it's important that you connect the new feeling with a or the new thought with a feeling because your body needs to feel it as though it's already happened. So I've got a great analogy, um, sports analogy, and I think maybe you guys have heard me talk about this when you're in my workshops or we're doing the uh, full day workshops or the um, I'm teaching the PCC, which is your personal code of conduct. Which, by the way, we're working on a live workshop, so you guys can um, go to that as well. So back to my analogy about this. So. Um, Jordan, for example, when he steps up to the free throw line, he is not, he, his body has already memorized his exact shot, his exact placement of his feet, his hands, his brain, every, not his brain, but it, well, it is, but what I'm talking about is the body. Literally, he has already shot that basket thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times. So his body's already memorized it as though it's already happened. Do you get that? I want that light bulb to come on. So his body's already memorized the actions 
that it's already happened. So that's where I want you to get to when you are changing your habits. So if you're changing um, a trigger, if you're changing a bad habit, if you're changing the way you react to a spouse or a child, you have to memorize that moving forward. Meaning if, say, for example, I have a trigger by um, something my husband says, I have to first be aware, oh, God, that's a trigger. That's a, that doesn't feel good to me. And um, I, if it doesn't feel good to me, I'm sure it wouldn't feel good to him because I'm being, I'm being triggered. I'm maybe overreacting or in a reaction mode because I'm internally being emotionally triggered. So I have to first be aware, then I look at that and go, okay, how else can I better react? How else can I better behave in this situation? So I think about that. I rehearse how I can behave in a better way, a better, so when that trigger comes up, I have a better alternative, better for me, better for the outcome, because I'm not triggering the other person on the other side, because maybe it was an aggressive response. Like I got angry, so it's a domino effect. The other person got angry as well. So if I change my behavior, my habit, put in a cognition tool, which we'll get to in just a little bit, then you're changing and it just, all of it comes out just so much more smoother. So therefore, I'm going to continue with Dr. Joe. Therefore, when you are having a great thought or loving thoughts or joyous thoughts, Again, you produce chemicals that make you feel great, loving, and joyful. So that's there's so much truth in that. So when you are triggered and you're getting a negative feeling, you don't want that, right? So when you are producing the chemicals of the loving thought, of the great thought, the joyous thoughts, you're producing those chemicals, the chemicals that make you feel good, that make you feel joyful. So I can attest to this. So when I do change that pathway, when I do change that thought, when I do change that trigger... I do feel better. I'm actually proud of myself for going, oh, good job, Sue. You didn't get triggered. You're changing. Keep it at it. Keep at it. Keep rehearsing in your mind of how you truly want to act and behave. And it it totally changed. And the same holds true if you have that negative thought, what we were just talking about, negative or fearful or impatient thoughts. Um, In a matter of seconds, you begin to feel that negative or anxious impact, right? Not only that your body is constantly communicating with your brain and monitors how the body is feeling based on how it's feeling. It's generating that chemical feedback. So it's this constant back and forth, back and forth chemical feedback. It receives, it will generate more thoughts. This is why it's so important to realize thoughts become things. Thoughts become things. They do. It is your hardest job will to be one getting started on this whole process because one it's the awareness and even realizing that you are acting this way or not acting that way so when you have the awareness that can be quite difficult because if you're in denial and you're like I'm fine I don't know what you're talking about I'm doing great when the person across for you that quite frankly is really hurt or upset you have that you have in that moment a choice to make a decision of if this is important to you you're going to make changes if it's not then it's not i i don't have anything else to say it's just not important to you but again going back to my curriculum getting clear first you have the awareness and getting clear on who you are and who you want to show up in this world so do you want to be respectful um, do you want to always be triggered and be in reactive mode? Do you want to be angry? Do you want to um, 
be in love? Do you want to feel joy? Do you want to feel loving? Do you want to feel safe? Look at those things. And we talk extensively about who in your, I call it the personal code of contact, personal code of conduct, and it's your PCC. And that's part of um, another curriculum that I teach in my workshops and in my private coaching practice. And it gets you very clear on who you are. I've actually got a, a simple little program on my website that you can go through. It's resetting your compass and you can get started. It's actually a prerequisite before you come to my workshops. And I highly recommend it just to get yourself started and get the the wheels of the brain to start thinking new thoughts, just like we were talking about with Dr. Joe Dispenza, getting the new thoughts and the new habits rolling in your head. And then we go extensively into it, whether it's in my coaching or um, the workshops, which I really like the the workshops too, because you've got accountability partners and you've got people that you can bounce off ideas. So back to, um, yeah, back to you, back to you have to be the one to get started. So it is, it's up to you. Remember it's the power of the positive and that's not just sitting up on the hill and going, yeah, nah, 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 nah. it's literally, you have to do the work. So um, really quick memories remind us to reproduce the same experience. So we were talking about that just a second ago. And again, I'm going back on some of the stuff that I learned with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Memories remind us to reproduce the same experiences. So if you don't want the same experiences, you have to change. But again, you have to be aware that you're even having that same experience, meaning you don't feel good. You don't, it doesn't feel right. You're not comfortable. That is producing the same experience I don't want that. So I'm going to change that. Now, on the flip side, if you're looking at that experience and you're saying, oh, that that does feel good. That feels joyful. That feels right in my body. Then keep doing that and standing up for yourself and keep going that way. Um, Again, so you must think greater than the circumstances in your life. Be greater than the feeling that you have memorized in your body and your body and live in that new time space. And rehearse that over and over again. Like I gave you the analogy for um, Jordan. He, he, every time he goes that free throw line, he has memorized that shot like it is brushing teeth or, I don't know, can I say going to the bathroom, Benny? That's more of an involuntary thing. <laughs> However, voluntary was like, I think of what you can now, like putting on a pair of socks or something. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like you just have, you just roll you just with the motions. It. Yeah. You do it. You kind of don't think about it. Or it's even driving, right. you kind of get into right. that automatic. Yes. Mind scene. Yes. That's a So you have, yeah, but driving, I want you to be more aware. But even more for Jordan, for example, he has memorized Mm -hmm. his actions so much, his body already knows what to do before he even gets up to the free throw line. And that's what I'm saying with this whole learning experience here. You, we want you to get into that state with your new habits and your new experiences. And if you get triggered, change it, right? All right. So I told you about the Jordan story and why should I use these forever tools? Well, why do I need the cognition tools? We discussed earlier the value, so I'm going to recap a little bit. But also because you asked me, quite frankly, you all asked me to give you some tools, some actual tools, and I'm going to give them to you. So hang tight. We're getting there. Um, So why do we need the cognition tools? Well, we're going to get that drunk monkey in our head sober. (laughs) meaning that negative self-talk is what I'm talking about. Recognizing the triggers, again, those awareness, the triggers are situations that happen to you from your past. That trigger can smell, 
someone says something, an old car drives by that it was a past loved one and you're getting a trigger. There's something in there that's happening. Good or bad, there's a trigger happening. So good and good or bad, there's there's definition and awareness in that. If it's good, that's great. Keep going. If it's bad, make the changes and we'll go from there. So if you're just tuning in, we're talking about why and what the value is of, of changing your habits and putting in these new cognition tools that I'm going to give you. There's that negative Nelly or what I call the Eeyore syndrome. We'll never make it. We've all heard of the negative Nelly. So, um, yeah, we don't want negative Nelly. Get rid of the poor self-talk. You have more confidence. Get rid of any bad habits. of Ken. that's a lot of what we're talking about here. And, of course, because you want to create a life that you've always wanted. So, yeah. Getting rid of the drama. Saying goodbye to the drama. All of these are great reasons. But first, you need to decide of what the type of person you want to be and then let the old person go. And I talk about this in clarity and in um, greater detail when we talk about your personal code of conduct because you're getting clear on who you are, who you aspire to be. Then by having that navigation, by setting that new compass up, that personal code of conduct, you now have a baseline to make your choices. Did you hear me on that? Seriously, when you get clear on who you are and you have a baseline, a navigation system, a compass, resetting your compass, if you have that compass, yes, you may go left or right or, you know, come in or come out, but seriously, you have something that you can always fall back on, and that is your personal code of conduct. So that is a starting place of how you are showing up in the world. So if you have been in a traumatic situation, if um, many, many, many of us have been in traumatic situations, I know for myself personally, I had to figure out what safety meant to me, what love, I had to define love, I had to define safety, I had to define um, sex, I had to define relationships, I had to define what joy looked like. I had to have all these definitions because I was so conflicted in my head with other people's stories or what I thought were what my stories were. So I had to get rid of all that stuff and put new stuff in. I had to fill my garden of life back up again. So that is where I started with your personal code of conduct. Please do it. It's super important. So getting clear, that's what I'm talking about. So all of these are great reasons like we were talking about, but you have to be the one and you have to you have to decide that that's a person that you're going to be. And also letting go and releasing any attachments um, to getting reward from that drama of that old person that you used to be. Now, let me explain. The drama I refer to could look like perhaps there's um, an illness. Perhaps you're always complaining. There's always something you're complaining about. Well, if you're complaining, that's an issue you need to deal with. Feeling sorry for yourself, the victim role, or powerless. What are you saying to other people? It's always their fault. It's not my fault. It's their fault. They're doing it to me. Guess what? It's not. There's a lesson in that. Arguments with spouse, and if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the drama we are referring to that you could be attached to. Um, Arguments with spouse, I talked about that, bad relationships, um, as in repeatedly over and over bad relationships. Take a good look at that and why is that happening. Same could be for a job. Just, I just, I urge you to take a good look at everything that's going on. Again, it's that awareness piece. And are you getting rewarded? This is huge. Are you getting rewarded by people in your life, by them coming to your rescue or even you going to their rescue? Maybe you're meaning maybe you're that 
people pleaser and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that or don't want to do that. So stop and think about it at first. And Brene Brown's got a really great tool for that. And I'll get to that. If I don't get to it today, um, I will put it in my newsletter. Benny, should we take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back? What we're going to talk when we come back, we're going to talk about the benefits of changing all your habits and putting in practice these cognition tools. I'm going to actually give you cognition tools. I'm going to talk to you about what I call the forever tool. So you will change. You'll be a great example for your family, your spouse, and you'll be teaching your children. If you're a parent, you'll be teaching your children these forever tools, which will live long after you have passed. So when you come back, we're going to talk more about the benefits because it's super important. Again, it's the awareness. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back. All right. Yeah, no, don't fall everybody off the cliff. Let's uh, think for ourselves, right, Benny? <laughs> I think that's the gist of the, the I yes. think so. Think for yourself. Yes. And if you don't know how to do that, guess what? You've tuned into the perfect place. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. I do intuitive clarity coaching, clarity coaching, awareness. I teach you uh, with loving guidance how to be aware of your yeses and your noes and who you want to be, who you aspire to be. I help you get clear on who you want to be, who you aspire to be. And why is that important? Because you have maybe some habits that you don't want. Maybe you have a job, you have a relationship, you have things that are being triggered that you want to change. Or maybe, you know what, you're just reinventing yourself. All wonderful reasons you can come and get a hold of me and I can help you do that. We do also workshops too. And that's, that's other one, that is another way to work with me. Uh, so recapping a little, we've been talking about the definition of cognition tools, the importance. Um, we're going to get into your actionable forever tools. And I like to say that they are forever tools because you are the person that's going to have to foster. You are the person that's going to have to have this as your practice. So really briefly, what are the benefits? And then I'm going to, and, and the benefits can translate. Let me, let me preface it by saying this. The benefits for you can translate into many things. Like I talked earlier, a better relationship, a better job and or occupation, um, just a better self, more confidence, all, all of that bubbled in. That are, that's exactly what we're talking about, the benefits of changing and getting rid of all those negative triggers and that drunk monkey inside your head. Anxiety, fear, all of that is a habit. You've got habits around an old memory. You've got ha- fear around an old memory that's tied up in that neurological pathway. So I'm giving you new, fresh cognition tools, forever tools, to put in its place to change that habit. The benefits, again, translate to a better job. Um, It changes your negative habits. You have a habit, a variety of forms. You can decide. You will gain self-confidence for sure. And you'll have a sense of peace of mind. I can't tell you how many clients have told me that. Oh, my gosh, they say, I have my fears gone. My negative self-talk 
where did it go? It's almost like a shocking thing because they realize it was ingrained them so long. And then all of, it's, all of a sudden it's gone. They're like, should I miss it? I'm like, hell no, you shouldn't miss it. Let it go. But it's so funny because that habit's in there. You know, let it go. So, oh, this is so valuable. When you get rid of that negative self-talk from old bad habits or old choices that you made in the past or choices other people made, you then can trust in yourself. You then can trust in who you are. You then can trust in the choices that you make because before that was you before and now Moving forward from today on, you're going to have a whole new set of glasses on, awareness and clarity and tools. You're going to have more purpose. You're going to have quality of relationships. You're going to stop lashing out as bad, assuming that's not how you want to be. And you're going to make sound choices. That goes back to trusting yourself. That also goes back to self-confidence because when you have self-confidence, you can trust in yourself. You can make sound choices. And again, talking about recognizing those triggers and stopping them before they come. All of that, again, translates into better relationships for yourself, better relationship for your job. So let's briefly talk about being mentally strong. And and I've got some time here. I'm just going to talk about this briefly before we go into those tools. And also, so you don't get worried if if you're driving and you don't have a pen, I'm going to list out the new cognition language on my newsletter. So literally, I'm going to have it all typed out. All you have to do is cut and paste it and start using it. And I really, really, and using it, meaning putting it on your phone for alerts, putting it on a sticky pad in your car, putting it on a sticky pad on your computer. Why? Because they're visual reminders. It's reminders for you to maintain that change. And reminders, there's a lot of times that I have people when they come in for my coaching practice, I'll have them wear a purple rubber band because purple represents gratitude. And we always want to remember that. But when you, and again, it's awareness because you've got such an ingrained habit in your head that you don't even realize that that drunk monkey's coming up to say something nasty to you. So have the awareness, snap it on your wrist with the, the purple rubber band. That's a, this is a cognition tool, so make note of this because I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I want to get back to mentally strong. But literally, it's a really good tool so you have that awareness. So you snap it and then you have stop and awareness that you're actually doing it. And then in that moment, you replace it with my wonderful cognition tools and the new language, which I'm going to get to you. Bottom line, what I'm saying is if you're driving and or you don't catch everything with your pen and paper, I will email it to you. So make sure you go to sulanquist.com and sign up for the newsletter because you'll get all the information and show notes and podcasts and yummy links to a bunch of other stuff. All right. So we talked about benefits. So be mentally strong. Mentally strong people tend to have the support of family and friends who help bolster them up and in times of trouble. This is not the same feeling as feeling sorry for you or adding to the drama. Remember I was talking about the enablers or adding to the drama or people that are getting rewards for a way that you are acting and or not acting and or behaving. These are the folks that are legitimately coming to you with supportive solutions. Supportive solutions, not a pity party. You need to find these people in your tribe. And if you don't have them, start looking for them. So what, uh, what does that mean? You need to define what those people look like in your life, how you want them to show up. So again, it's getting clear on what you want to have in your life. So define that. Other factors associated with those types of mentally strong or resilient mindset include holding positive views 
for yourselves and your abilities. Again, we're going back to the benefits, the self-confidence, the self-trust, the capacity to make realistic plans and to stick to them, your why, your purpose, a.k.a. your why, your purpose. Having an internal compass of control. We talked about this earlier, your navigation, your compass, your PCC. I coined it. My, it's part of my curriculum. It's your personal code of conduct. It's deciding who you are, getting clear on who you are, who you aspire to be, who you're showing up in this world. Um, other factors associated with that, that strong mindset, that resilience is being a good communicator. Again, that's getting clear, getting clear on your boundaries of who you are, who you, ex- who you expect to have in your surroundings. And also viewing yourself as a fighter rather than a victim. Again, what kind of reward are you getting? You want to be a fighter, I think. I don't think you want to take the victim role. And I say that from my own experience. I've done that. I've been on my pity pot. I mean, I think we all have. And I, you know, that's, get off your pity pot. That's all I'm saying. And um, six, managing your emotions effectively. And I remember we talked about that with the triggers, managing your emotions effectively. So those cognition tools are going to change your emotional triggers and uh, help you to get rid of those drunk monkeys. Uh, Mentally strong, resilient, willpower and grace, respect and respected all. This will all be gained by fostering this number one tool. So we're jumping into tools and I don't think you're going to be very surprised because it's what I practice. It's what I do every day. The number one tool, seriously, is having gratitude, having gratitude. But you have to be aware that you are on your pity pot. You have to be aware that you are not being grateful for the things that you already have in your life. So if you are ticked off at your boss, you know what? You need to stop and go, stop that neurological pathway. Say, no, okay, I'm really thankful I have a paycheck coming in. I'm really thankful I have the cash to put gas in my car to I'm really thankful I have this job because I can go and get groceries for myself and my family. I'm really thankful I have the money so I can go get the purse or I can fly home because mom's sick. Start thinking about things like that. So if you literally and it's when I coach and I talk about this in the workshop, if a negative thought comes up, always look at its positive. Again, that's your that's another forever tool. Always look at its positive and then be thankful for it. Always, always, always. So that is absolutely what mentally strong, resilient people do. People who live in that grace and they and be respect and respectful and respected. It's living in an attitude of gratitude. And I say that it's an action. It's the number one tool. You'll be more productive. You'll be happier. You'll have more optimistic um, outlook. Looking for good in life versus the negative. You'll have better relationships Going back to talking to you about that tribe that you you want to foster. Creating and maintaining gratitude is that fundamental practice. So that is a huge tool. I talk about this in my public speaking, and I found this this statistic to be shocking. 65% of employees do not feel appreciated. 65%, wrap your head around that number, 65% of employees, your employees right now, do not feel appreciated. What are you going to do about it? Well, you're going to get off your duff and you're going to find reasons to appreciate your employee because that affects your bottom line. If they don't feel appreciated, they're not selling for you. They don't give a rat's patootie. So find ways that you can appreciate them. It's really, really, really important. Defining that appreciation we talked about and truly being thankful for things that you already have. Now I'm going to go into... 
some cognition tools. And um, I talked to you briefly about that purple rubber band, and I'm really serious about that. And I hand out purple because purple's my branding. I know that's pretty, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but purple, and purple is also gratitude to me. So every time you look at the purple rubber band, you are instantly reminded of gratitude. Uh, When you snap it, you're being aware of your negative self-talk or you're not being grateful for what you have. You're making that awareness. You're changing that cognition tool because you're then going to put in its place other language. So that other language can look like um, uh, this is something that I use all the time literally all the time because that the past is not who I am anymore. And I say that wholeheartedly. And I put, when the negative Nelly comes in, I use the purple rubber band and then I stop and I literally stop and focus on, no, that is not me anymore. I am choosing love and trust. And sometimes for a long time, I didn't even have an idea what the heck that even meant. So I had to back up and get clear on what that meant. And then I give it a visual I visualize what love looks like in my life. It could be your God. It could be your dog. It could be your mom. It could be your husband. It could be a rock. I don't care. Visualize what's unconditional love to you and put it in its place the moment you catch that negative talk. Another great cognition tool. The second, the very second you feel yourself waking up, you need to be productive. You need to literally put a wonderful loving thought in your head saying it's going to be a wonderful day. I love you. I'm thankful for everything that I have. Every night give thanks to everything that you've had, good, bad or indifferent. You have to be thankful. And also, I'm giving you permission. I'm doing I, I want you to know you are doing the best that you can. You you know what you know, right? So I'm giving you give yourself permission. I give myself permission to make mistakes because I know I'm learning and gaining wisdom either way. Another tool, self-love and self-care I'm proud of, and I appreciate myself the way I handled X, Y, and Z. Again, it's the awareness and finding gratitude in yourself. Another way, and maybe you weren't quite happy, so figure out a different way that you can change. You know, so I didn't handle myself that that well. I'm going to change it, and this is how I'm going to rehearse it for next time. Remember, we talked about the cognition tool a little bit ago. Um what is your desired outcome? Think about how you want to how you want to react. I could change the outcome by doing X, Y, and Z. So next time, so you rehearse that over and over again. You have um, language, and I'm going to read these really. Do we have time, Benny? No, we don't have time. Okay, <clears throat> sorry about that. Um, I will put everything in a newsletter, as I promised before. We have been talking about great tools, cognition tools. Obviously, the number one is being thankful. You have to be thankful for even the good, the bad, the indifferent, all that. And, of course, it's the Gratitude Cafe. So with that, have a fantastic week. I hope I see all of you at Dr. Joe Dispenza's Weekend Intensive. I love all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep in touch. Sue Lundquist, the Gratitude Cafe. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to sign up at SueLundquist.com to get all your questions answered and free goodies delivered directly to your inbox. We'll see you next time.